to another edition of Daily in the Word. This is Rich Chassie. I am your host and teacher. Today we'll be reading in John chapter 12, beginning in verse 20 and going through verse 36. Here we see Jesus interacting with some Gentiles and also predicting his own death. So let's go ahead and begin reading, beginning in verse 20. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip, in turn, told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. What's interesting in this passage is that these Greeks, these Gentiles, chose Philip as their go-between between themselves and Jesus, hoping to have an audience with Jesus. Philip is a Greek name. And so they must have felt comfortable going to Philip. He was from a town that was more of a Gentile town, or at least closer to Gentile territory. And they wanted to see Jesus. But Philip, still uneasy, that's kind of how he is portrayed in the Gospels, goes to Andrew. Andrew is the great introducer in the Gospels. And he tells Andrew, hey, these guys want to see Jesus. What do you think? And so they go together and tell Jesus that these Greeks, these Gentiles, want to come and speak. It's interesting that Jesus really doesn't answer that request. We don't know if Jesus met with them or not, but it's almost a change of subject here. But the presentation of these Gentiles to Jesus signifies to him that now his hour had come. We have seen throughout the Gospel of John that his hour had not yet come. Now his hour has come. 
It's time for Jesus to go to the cross. It's time for Jesus to be crucified, to be sacrificed for the sins of the world. Although Jesus had almost strictly, universally just gone to Jews, there are one or two instances, it seems like, in the other Gospels where a Gentile comes to Jesus and receives something from him. But basically, Jesus, his ministry is just to the Jews, but his death, burial, and resurrection, what he is going to provide for the world is for the world. The coming of these Gentiles signifies that. And in the last chapter, actually John chapter 10, Jesus talks about the sheep, these lost sheep who would hear his voice that are not of this pen. In other words, speaking of those who were not Jews, but were Gentiles. So Jesus says, listen, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to die. And he gives this example. Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, when it, when a seed is buried and put into the ground, it produces this great amount of fruit that itself produces many more seeds. So anyone who loves their life will lose it. It will die and remain a single seed. While anyone who hates their life in this world, it's not hating this their life in the sense of wanting to use their life to honor God, but the way that the world calculates what hatred is toward their life. If they would do that, if they would live for the Lord, serve the Lord, there would be reward for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. Wherever I am, my servant will also be. Another way of saying that we would be in God's will, if we are to serve him, we would be in his will. And my father will honor the one who serves me. He goes on to say in verse 27 that his soul is troubled. How should I pray then? Father, save me from this hour. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. So Father, glorify your name. And then an interesting thing happens next. A voice from heaven comes down. I have glorified it. I will glorify it again. Now the crowd was theirs, depending on whether they were believers, whether they were truly followers of Christ, whether they heard an audible voice, or if they were not believers, if they did not understand belief or faith in Christ, they had heard just a noise, a thundering, if you will. Jesus then tells us that this voice was for their benefit, not not his. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. That was what Jesus accomplished when he went to the cross. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. John then tells us that this was showing the kind of death, the crucifixion, the lifting up from the earth is the picture of the language of being crucified, being hung from a cross in that way. Now the crowd again speaks up. We've heard from the law that the Messiah would remain forever. In other words, when the Messiah came, he would be a conquering king. He would be the the general, if you will, that would lead an army that would dispose of Rome, and then the kingdom would be established. They were looking for not the wrong Messiah, but the one who was to come at the second coming. The Old Testament didn't distinguish between first and second coming. 
this first coming, Jesus came as a lamb, as a suffering servant who would pay the price for our sin. And they did not see that, perhaps because they didn't want to see it. But for whatever reason, they rejected Jesus because of that, because they were looking for a conquering king. So they're confused. The Son of Man must be lifted up. Who is this Son of Man? And they didn't quite understand the language. Then Jesus told them, you're going to have the light just a little while longer. Jesus was only going to be among them for another week or so. While you have the light, while you have me among you, before darkness overtakes you, walk with me. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while it's here, while, the, while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. Jesus, at that point, left and hid himself from them. Constantly, he's having to dodge these religious leaders and the Pharisees because of their intent to kill him. Lord, we thank you that it is for this hour, this time, this purpose, that you would go to the cross and that you would be crucified for our benefit. Help us to know, Lord, that this wasn't some miscarriage of justice. It was what you came to do, that you came to pay the price for our sin. Thank you for that sacrifice. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for making us a part of your family. Thank you, Lord, that you are willing to go through all of what you are here about to face as we read. Lord, you gave so much for us. Now, Lord, let us view ourselves as your servants, willing to stay in your will, to live our lives according to your will and your plan. We love you, and we praise you, and we ask all of this today in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening in with us today on Daily in the Word. I also encourage you to invite your family and friends to listen in with us. Encourage them to check out the Daily in the Word podcast wherever they may listen to podcasts, or you might point them to our website. Our website address is dailyintheword.info. That's dailyintheword.info. And from there, they can find links to the different places where they can listen to the podcast right there on our webpage. They can scroll through the different uh, episodes. I encourage you to go all the way back to the beginning and start with the introduction to the Gospel of John. And then each day, listening to one episode as we daily That's the goal. Daily get into the Word of God, opening the Word of God on a daily basis, reading it, and then hopefully understanding it, applying it to our lives. And hopefully over time, and this is something that does take time, over time our lives will be changed because of this daily interaction with the Word of God. Well, once again, thank you. Hope that you have a great day. Be blessed. We'll see you next time.